This is episode 72 of the Reading Cove Book Club's podcast. We're always looking for great new members, so if you're a book lover who may be interested in joining an online book club, please visit our website at thereadingcove.com to learn more about the group. For November 2016, we're discussing The Little French Guest House by Helen Pollard. So hi, I'm Millennia in Florida. And I'm Roberta in Georgia. And Roberta and I are two members of the Reading Cove Book Club here to chat about our 192nd Cove pick, The Little French Guest House by Helen Pollard. So how did we like The Little French Guest House? And this was chosen by Mary in Scotland, by the way. Yes. And and she, I think she likes like sweeter, cozier stories, and it it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say it was you know m- one of my more recent favorite Cove picks, but it was okay. It was okay. You know, it wasn't great literature, but it was okay. <laughs> Though and the main thing I guess that I didn't give a higher rating was I just felt like it sort of dragged in sp- spots. There was like extraneous detail mm-hmm. that I didn't feel like was needed. I mean, you want to have a certain amount of story. You don't want just the bare bones about thing. And you want to know a little bit of background. But I just felt like too many things were explored too much in depth than it would have been just as good, if not better, if the author had gone on and edited it down a little bit more. So it starts off with a bang, literally, yes. right? <laughs> with, <laughs> with Emmy catching her boyfriend, Nathan, having sex with the woman who's bed and breakfast they're staying in or <laughs> who's uh what 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 was it a bed and breakfast or well it was a guest like, house yes it says the french guest house because i was trying to envision it that not only did you have the main house but they i guess they call them geats or whatever geats, right they had separate little small it's like they were like sound like they were little small cabins french style houses for rent little houses right. for rent they go there to for a vacation and she's trying to shoot some spice back into their relationships shoot some life back into it because it's kind of waning after five years she goes up there on the like they have a rooftop terrace and she goes up there and catches them having sex so you're like oh my god okay shit's about (laughs) to hit the fan now right so it starts off very engaging i thought right and you want to know okay what's what's she gonna do what's gonna happen and then it fizzled for me anyway because Emmy was so ridiculous in the way she reacted (laughs) to that okay so he doesn't even ask Nathan he doesn't even ask for forgiveness he is in no way apologetic they were not apologetic at all okay in fact they were like so what okay you caught us get over it yeah he did not apologize he didn't act like he cared that she saw this and that it hurt her and i thought to myself well you should know right then and there this is not somebody you want to be with this is not somebody you need to spend another moment giving the luxury of hearing your voice because he does not have any respect for you whatsoever and that is what struck me right there at the beginning. So even if this was a comedy, I wasn't laughing because it's like, where is the respect? He has no respect for you. And she is then proceeding to think that they're going to continue their relationship. That they can patch it up. They're going to patch it up. She's willing to forgive him, even though he didn't ask to be forgiven. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing on the planet so i'm just like now at this point this girl is too dumb for words and now i'm just bored i didn't care what happened with her (laughs) because he had to dump her after she catches him having sex with this woman he just met 
under yeah. her nose. He has to dump her. I Are know. you kidding well, I, me? <laughs> I guess I had to take that she was, you know, I wanted to think the best. I wanted to think, well, she's just in denial and she's She's an idiot. She's an <laughs> I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been that nice, like, oh, let's talk about it. I no, know. Don't you think we should talk about this? Just the whole way that it, it unfolded from there was just like, okay, Rupert gets carried off, right? Yeah. <laughs> because he had, he was having his episode. And then he Nathan is just acting like, oh, nothing happened. And she has to kind of like, oh, what do you have to say for yourself? She's like having to force him to even address it. Well, yeah, I said, well, I mean, I couldn't blame her totally because they had for wanting to go off on this holiday, you know. No, fair. that's different. That was before. <laughs> before. But, you know, after that, I would just said, you know, I think I would have dumped his butt, you know, taking the stuff and just say, well, you can find your way back to England. Of course, then there wouldn't have been a book. But, you know, if that had happened, <laughs> that's, that's what I would say. There shouldn't have been a book because yeah. <laughs> you just cannot justify that level of idiocy. I mean, he did not ask. He wasn't like Apollo. I could see if he was begging forgiveness. Yeah. Then oh, the story would have some legs to, to go on. Yeah. You know, you could see like, well, he, he'd care, gotten carried away by this, you know, flirtatious, sexy older woman because their relationship had kind of you know, gotten old and, and, and not so spicy anymore that he'd done that. But said, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I've gotten carried away. Please forgive me. Yeah. Then you could see maybe a different reaction on, on her part or his part. Yeah. You could see that she, this is someone that she's been involved with living with. She's living with him and right. they've been together for five years and she's in a bit of shock after what she's seen. Cause she didn't know yeah. he was cheating on her because this would lead me to believe that this wasn't the first time he cheated on her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm I have a feeling that he may have lost interest, but it wasn't just because, you know, he was a dull account and she was, you know, a businesswoman and they, and, and they were both exhausted from their jobs. I think he'd, probably been you know bored bo bored and and he there might have been times when he had found ways to you know go go off and have a little fling on the side too so the way that he responded to be, her catching him yeah. suggested to me that this wasn't the first time he cheated on her and yeah. the fact that she was such a limp noodle character just leads me to believe why wouldn't he cheat on her you know what I mean she doesn't she doesn't command any more respect than that especially in the way that she reacted to him treating her that way it was like outrageous it was like outrageously low self-esteem and you need to go find some self-worth because if you want him to respect you you need to respect yourself you need yeah. to demand better respect than that he didn't even apologize I just couldn't relate to her maybe let me let me just say that I'm not gonna say there aren't <laughs> women like her out there who would react just like that but I cannot relate to that because to me that is just like you know a step above an IQ of negative five. I mean, that's just ridiculous. He yeah. does not have any respect for you whatsoever. And you're continuing to think that, okay, let's talk about this. Maybe I can forgive you. He didn't ask you to forgive him. <laughs> and that conversation just, it just got under my nerves because it was like, she's sitting here going, okay, well, you know, you know, let's try to work this out. And he's like, I couldn't care less. You know, he didn't. You could tell from the get-go he didn't want to work. It. He didn't care. He was just like, "Well, you're mad, whatever, whatever." But maybe I think maybe because he really had wanted to go on the um, the vacation, and you know, anyway, it kind of made me wonder: had he just suddenly done a one eighty on her, 
or yeah. had he been this type of person all along? Because he didn't even seem like a nice guy. The way he no. spoke about Rupert, he was really insensitive about everything. And yeah. he just seemed like a really, you know, unsavory person. And I don't think he was all that exciting because, you know, that part of his thing that as it went along, it was probably more sort of like a almost a business arrangement with her because here was someone to pay half the expenses, mm -hmm. half the mortgage. And it just behooved him to stay with her just to, you know, not have to worry about, you know, having to do all this on his own. But, right. and, and who knows, maybe even before they went on the holiday, he thought, okay, well, I'll go on the holiday, but, but this will be a good time to, while we're away from all these people that know too much about us, it's be a good time to break it off. So I don't know that he was planning to have this wild fling with Gloria but at the same time maybe you know subconsciously he did this because he did want to break things off because he didn't waste any time packing up and say toodaloo <laughs> I know and then of course Gloria was just uh, you know equally as horrible I'm surprised Rupert married her in the first place yeah. but I think but I think he was just flattered because she was young and pretty and sexy and he'd been along uh, alone for a long time and mm -hmm probably never had that kind of attention before but I think with her it was pretty much an act she just used her wiles or whatever you want to call it to um you know try to find a sugar daddy yeah and just what struck me was their attitudes I mean you don't want anything to do with people who treat you like that I mean no. she was very nasty to Rupert I mean unless there was some other dynamic where she was getting revenge on him for treating her badly or something yeah. but he didn't seem like that kind of guy and so she was so disgusting. And then so was Nathan. It was like no sensitivity for her feelings right. at all. She should not have waited for him to say he's leaving. I'm sorry. And she even thought when he said it that he was referring to them leaving. Right. <laughs> when he goes, I'm leaving, she thinks, oh, okay, great. Finally, he, th he thinks we need to leave this place where he just slept with the hostess. <laughs> And then like, also Don's like, no, he's he's going by himself. himself. He says, no, I mean, just me. <laughs> She's so such an idiot. Like, I think I would have thrown his suitcases out in the yard. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would not have slept one more night under that roof, first no. of all. I would have been gone. Yeah, so I will, as I said before, I would have left him there. You exactly. Know, There's the just test. no way. Where is your self-respect? Where is your sense of worth? She yeah, clearly well, had none. Maybe just part of her own personality, but then also, you know, with living somebody like that, she'd kind of become a doormat. It just had been easier for her to be a doormat and just keep up the status quo, even though it wasn't a really happy one, just to have to keep from having to make decisions and, you know, move on and make other arrangements. Because it, it, you know, it was going to be re really tough for her to move forward and have to do all the stuff on her own instead of having somebody else. But I'd rather do that than have somebody that was bo basically boring and, you know, had kind of turned her into a doormat. That would be a lot better outcome. I'd figure you could do somehow you could get away and get out, off on your own. Yes. And it would have been questionable whether he would have deserved to be forgiven, even if he had asked. Right. Under those circumstances. I mean, they were there on holiday and there he is up just, you know, two, th two stones away from her. Right. Sleeping with this woman. And I mean, even if he had 
you know, begged forgiveness and, you know, been remorseful, mm, that would have been questionable whether you should have forgiven him because that was very outrageous that he would do something like that. Very disrespectful. So the fact that he wasn't even remorseful was to me the reason why I lost all interest in Emmy because it's like, who is she? She's an empty shell. She needed Nathan to be worth something. And then when he leaves, she now is, you know, salivating all over the young gardener. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's kind of a rebound thing. So rebound and, you know, whatever. And it just seemed kind of fantasy-like to me. Like, oh, it, it, it just felt like a fantasy, you know? But, yeah, I mean, you could see that he, he sounded pretty hot. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, she start sleeping with him and then she meets alan forced into alan by rupert you know right and then something starts sparking between she and alan and then of course the very predictable nathan comes back trying to you know patch things up okay we can carry on (laughs) and he wasn't even that interested he was just it was just like okay i'm doing it because the script says i should (laughs) and then you know she's like got enough sense to say no yeah she finally gets a, a spine (laughs) hopefully thank god and then she goes back to france so i don't know i did a lot of skimming (laughs) because i just was not interested in her at all you still could have had a similar story but it it could have been done differently with her being a little bit more less spineless i should say not yeah i mean that was ridiculous are you that blind you can't see when someone is completely disrespecting you yeah it was just yeah it was a little bit ridiculous i'm sure there are people like that out there but god bless them (laughs) people unfortunately i've seen people have you know turned into doormats and it's it's kind of sad at that level though at that level where your husband no. is sleeping with the <laughs> the no, hostess no, no, of no. the place you no. just met and you no, catch no, them no. and he doesn't even say sorry, you no, know, or your boyfriend. That, not that bad. Not that bad. That's bad. what I mean. But I'm saying, but there's some people you can meet in real life that are, you know, they've kind of lost part of their self-esteem. Well, I know that, so, but this was just like. guys and become doormats, <laughs> but not, not, I've never met anybody that bad. No, no. Not, yeah. Please. That was bad. Yeah. It was really yeah. bad. And it just, it was just like, oh, Lord, what is there to be interested in with this woman? And she wasn't even that young. She's in her 30s. Right. It's not like she was 19. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if she'd been younger, it, it would have made more sense. With her being in her 30s, you think by that time, at least you, you should have a little bit more um, common sense, yes. a little bit, you know, self-awareness exactly. by that age. Exactly. And I would have liked this much more. Um, overall, I will say that I, I like the French setting. That made me give it a C rather than a lower grade because I do love books set in, in France and stuff. So I liked that aspect of it. Yeah, but it, I just it, didn't like what was going on in the foreground. I love the background, not the foreground. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on that part because, yeah, I, I could just kind of see it the way the author described it and it just looked really pretty to me i thought oh that would that would be you know i always wanted to go to paris you know and see all the touristy things but i thought but you know it'd be nice to go to a nice quiet place like that where where it's pretty and quiet and you know you could just kind of relax and enjoy yourself so she did make that seem really engaging and pretty yeah it wasn't the uh, best pick but it wasn't the worst thing that i've ever read either it was just okay it could have been a lot 
better on a lot of levels. But, you know, for those who are listening, as we always say, that maybe you have a different opinion. So Yeah, maybe you had a different experience reading it. Right. Because I think that's what it's about with books. You know, we all read and have a different experience with the story. So if you guys loved it, please let us know. A lot of people did enjoy this. So I'd love to hear from people what they loved about it. Right. And what they thought about Emmy's um, reaction to catching Nathan with Gloria like that. Woo! <laughs> Nathan's being so unapologetic. And even when she's confronted Gloria about it, Gloria was very unapologetic. Well, it doesn't seem like anybody, like, you know, there in that little area, it didn't seem like uh, Gloria really had any, any friends. friends. Yeah. She had a bad reputation for both those who knew her well and even those who just, you know, knew her by association. So, you know, she was lucky that she had um, pulled one over on Rupert. Otherwise, she'd probably still be a, um, a manager at the whatever place he, he met her at. And then Nathan, it seems he got he went cold on her, too, because that's why he wanted to come back to Emmy. Well, well, you know, I think he probably realized that, yeah, she was all flirty and, and you know, hot blooded and everything, but that she really didn't have any good qualities underneath that. It was just all about what she wanted mm-hmm. and what she, she wanted to have. Cause even when uh, Rupert was trying to persuade Emmy to stay on there and, 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 you know, help him and not go back home. She said, well, I don't know how you could afford to, you know, pay me. And he's saying, well, think about all the money I've been spending on Gloria for this, that, and the other. <laughs> exactly. all, these, all these luxuries. You think, well, yeah, you know, so. Yeah, because he was doing all the cleaning and everything. She wasn't lifting a finger. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, she she was just there for the looks, you know, to look good on the website, look good when the <laughs> guests came, especially these those snobby people, the Hendersons. The Hendersons, yeah. yeah. I don't think they cared who did it. They just, you know, wanted everything very posh for, for their stay. So. Yeah, and I just didn't, I really didn't like Gloria when she um, told Rupert, oh, she would be there to help Madam whatever, and oh, everything will be fine. I'll, I'll be there to help her. And she knew she was running off with Nathan, that she wasn't going to be there at all. <laughs> I mean, that was just really mean. Mean. She, she knew how bad, you know, it wasn't like the, uh, like Elaine or Alan, what do you call it? He, he didn't know how bad a shape Rupert had actually been in because, you know, all he knew was about his, his leg. leg. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he didn't know about, you know, him having this other heart issue. So, right. but she knew everything that was going on and, and just to leave him high and dry like that, you know, with only this older lady to, you know, help out that was just really low yeah it was it was and yeah they're really i guess that's it i mean rupert was a nice character right but they're really the the, emmy nathan and gloria Mm -hmm. no it was just no and emmy was the focal character (laughs) she was just just yeah and then the day-to-day with her there helping rupert and mrs and and madame dupont i think her name was yeah Yeah, it just was boring i was so bored and i was just over her yeah that was me so (laughs) i gave it a c because it's a nice french french setting i said well yeah because i mean that was me too as i said there's just too many uh, minor details that really weren't necessary to get the whole flavor of the book yeah Right, so that's our discussion of The Little French Guest House by Helen Pollard. Thanks for listening and uh, tuning in. And as always, leave us your comments. Let us know what you thought if you read this book. And if you're going to read the sequel, do you, are you going to read the sequel, Roberta? Return to... No? no? 
very doubtful. Yeah, I would not read it either. Unfortunately, sorry. But if you have read it, comment below and let us know what happens with Emmy in the sequel. And stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be discussing Roberta's pick, The Sound of Glass by Karen White. Yes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.